Welcome to the Goracom podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, our production of Goracom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news. With us today, because he keeps putting out important news, David Lukacs, CEO, Liquid Avatar Technologies, trades in Canada under LQID and for a friends of the S under LQAVF. For those of you new to the story, here's what you need to know. And this is especially true for the young investors out there who are bullish on Web3 and the metaverse and what's coming and avatars, all of that, because digital ID is going to play such a critical role in that. Liquid Avatar is in leadership position. Why? They're, they are more than just words, a global blockchain and personal ID company uh, that empowers individuals to manage, control, and generate value from our biometrically verified uh, self-sovereign digital identity, but that also provides businesses and governments with the ability to easily integrate digital wallets, digital ID solutions uh, through their Liquid Avatar platform so that the whole ecosystem can just work perfectly. If you don't think that digital ID is going to be something you know important, well, you've then you missed earlier this year where the, or last year where the Ontario government announced their digital strategy, including a launch of a digital ID credential, uh, digitizing government services, and protecting individual privacy and data rights. So uh, with that being said, Ontario being one of the first jurisdictions in North America, you might be saying, okay, well, what is Liquid, how's Liquid Avatar succeeding on that? They've already announced a partnership with the Ontario Convenience Store Association to provide digital age verification solutions to over 8,000 stores. And that's just really a basic description of that. Today's press release uh, is, is a major expansion on that. Here it is. Liquid Avatar Tech launches updated digital ID mobile app for age verification, government, industry, and metaverse credentials altogether. That's a mouthful. David, welcome back, my friend. George, when isn't it a mouthful? That's the problem. But it has to be said. Otherwise, people at home are going to be like, who are these guys and what do they do? And you're not. Yeah. Yeah. I wish you just drill for gold so I could say, David's got a piece of land. He's drilling for gold. Tune in. But George, George, we are drilling for gold, but in the, in the metaverse and, and in digital identity and in where the, where internet and e-commerce collide. So we are drilling for gold, just in a different different platform. Well, let's talk about, let's talk about this. Typically Mm -hmm. for, for the first time we're reading this headline, an updated app wouldn't really warrant an interview, but this is far from that. It's vastly different. So before discussing the update specifically, I want to elaborate on two things. The macro side of digital ID, right. uh, where it's at, right? Mm-hmm. And specifically then Liquid Avatar in terms of your leadership position in mm-hmm. digital ID, because I want people to get the whole big picture and then we can go into the update. So, so George, I'm going to start with, with a very simple premise. If I walked into, I'm going to use an electronic store like Best Buy. And I walked in today and I said to someone, listen, I'm really sorry. I want to buy this big TV, but I don't have my wallet on me. But I do have a piece of paper that I've written down my name, my address, my credit card number, my, you know, my authorization code and my expiry date and my phone number. I'm going to give you this piece of paper. You keep it. Let me walk out of the store with the TV. How, what's the likelihood that you would be able to do that? It's probably yeah, Or zero. even run it through their system. They say, no, we, we zero. that's not just going to fly. But we do that every day online. So our, if you've got to start with the premise that I'm 
the internet was broken from day one when it comes to identity, right? And and banks and financial organizations say, don't worry, we got you covered, but someone has to pay that bill down the road. And that's a $30 billion problem on its own. Combine that with the fact that I never got a driver's license so I could buy a bottle of liquor. So when I walk into a liquor store, not at my age, not anymore, unfortunately, but if you know, young people, yeah, yeah. But if, if, <laughs> if a young person walks in, they've got to show their driver's license. Well, new privacy legislation in North America and even globally will not allow that in the future. And why? Because the clerk doesn't need to know where you live as a personally identifiable piece of information to be able to sell you a bottle of liquor. All they need to know is you're of age. And that's, that's even it. more critical. I don't mean don't mean to age myself, but with women, right? If I have a teenage, if I have a daughter who's 20 years old, does we really want her showing her ID to someone who now knows where she lives, her full name, and all of it? It comes even more. Well, we've dangerous. seen that in the movies, right? I, I, right? I'm trying to recall the movie in which I saw that, but but you're 100 correct. But but so everything is changing, and the ability to use blockchain technology to support digital identity is there. And we are one of the leading companies, I believe, in the world. And Gartner recognized us in November as such. Um, uh, that that is really involved in digital identity. Now we've we've done our COVID testing, and we knew COVID. We really knew COVID was going to be um, short lived, or we believe that. And we still have the ability to, to in, embrace um, health and technologies and all that type of stuff and labs. Still part of our premise. But at the end of the day, the most pain that merchants feel in the real world, never mind online, because we'll talk about it online in a month, in real world is assuring, assuring that the individual who's buying a restricted product is of age. Because if you think about convenience stores, there's single sport betting now, there's there is um you know, opportunities to add self-service terminals are coming into play, you know, big sort of um graphic-based terminals that you can buy lottery tickets on. There's, so there's lots of different opportunities. Um, um, you know, convenience stores would really like to have the ability to sell alcoholic beverages. The beer store in Ontario um, loses its exclusivity in 2025. There's so many things happening in Ontario issuing digital identity. So we have built a product and, and we launched it in 2021. And we spent most of 2022 really focused on listening to the feedback, listening to everything that went on, and updating it to make sure it meets all the upcoming requirements that are needed for not only for a user to hold that credential, but someone to verify that credential and opportunities for those that want to issue a credential. Because a credential isn't just a government ID, it might be access to a website. So in the near future, and I mean the next sort of- Medical couple, record. Yeah, next couple of weeks, literally next couple of few weeks, You'll be able to take your digital credentials and start testing them on on different things that we have in our platform. So you can go on to you can do age verification, you can do um, uh, gaming verification, you can sign up to a metaverse, you can do all kinds of different things by not using your identity, but just by by looking at a generated QR code and signing in. So what that means long term is when we take it to the online world is you can do age verification, you can do restricted, you can do access, you can do no password, no username. So literally, George, I could sign in to Agoracon without using any username and password. No email and any of that kind of Nothing. stuff. Nothing. Yep. Just my biometrics and, and a credential. 
David, how far are we on the macro side? Because you've been way ahead of this and you blew me away. We don't need to repeat that, but you blew me away a couple of years ago. So you've been way ahead of this. How far away do you think are we from this really becoming a part of our lives uh, on you know mass adoption uh, over the next, is it next year, next couple of years? Because obviously the Ontario government's moving forward. It's not just them. Others are moving forward. How far in, uh, until how long until you think we start we start the beginnings of mass adoption? I I, I think we're probably looking at eighteen to twenty four months. Wow! And that doesn't mean that there's not a lot of value opportunities along the way. And it's no it's no longer bleeding edge. It's now leading edge, and we're sitting on the leading edge. So I think all the investments we've made to date are really well founded for the future of where we want to go. And you know we can't we look at the macro markets today and 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 you know the financial markets they're not reflective of everything that's going on in an individual company, in our humble opinion. Uh, but if we look no. at where we're going today and where the market is going, I mean, you know, signing on to a cannabis site, signing on to a betting site, signing on to, there's lots of different opportunities to make this work. Um, and I think with governments adopting, it's going to skyrocket, but it's going to take 18 to 24 months. But we but you've already attracted the interest of the Ontario Convenience Store Association. I mean, that was big. 8,000 stores across Ontario. Has there been any other? I know you can't give inside information, or but generally speaking, are you seeing more and more interest coming in from other either other associations like that? Yes. Other, uh, yeah. So you see, you're seeing the yeah, the, we're, the, we're the seeing applications, and we're making proposals now to a variety of governments. Um, that I, I won't talk about. Um, uh, particular applications, but there is, um, you know, how do you manage, um, how do you manage uh, refugees? How do you manage? Um, right. How do you manage? Yeah, that's got to uh, be a disaster. It's got to, people like me can't get a passport right now. Right. And I'm a Canadian citizen, let alone refugees who are coming in. And how do you keep, well, yeah. Are you tip, are you kind of telling us foreshadowing? No, 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 no. I'm just saying that these are some of the opportunities that do exist. And how do you manage, um, you know, uh, online education? How do you manage transcripts? How do you manage, you know, making sure that someone who's buying something online meets that criteria? Think about think about all the new betting sites that have come to Ontario in the last few months. That's a big one. Um, you know, how do they make sure that if they're only licensed Ontario, that only Ontario participants that are using it? We have we have one jurisdiction that is part of a larger kingdom, um, a real kingdom. And their online um, sports betting programs are available to everyone in the world online, except the kingdom members. So you've got, there's access and restriction and there's new NFTs being designed for access, but how do you make sure that the person who has the access actually has the identity to own that? There's lots of applications and we're, we're seeing those, but really what we're narrow band focused on is, is where is the intersection of revenue and the pain points with digital identity, because we could boil the ocean. It's really easy. We've tested all our, our premises, and now we're working on, on how do we activate specific opportunities where we can see a path to revenue. Was that the reason? So let's, that's a great segue into, was that the reason for the update? Because uh, this yeah. wasn't just an update. This wasn't Liquid Avatar 2.0 with some, you know, minor fixes and uh, things like patches and things like that. This is pretty major. So was this update, and then we'll discuss some specifics, but was a big part of this update as a result of feedback from government industry saying, okay, Liquid Avatar is awesome. Could we also have this and this? 
Yeah, it was it was um, it was feedback from the ground up. Everything from um, how we use blockchain technology. I mean, we went through a very um, uh, comprehensive program with um, a very large consulting firm um, that wanted to look at our technology. And and I want to say we're comfortably we've we've passed the review. Um, um, but we our feedback from the industry, from from participants. I mean, some of the some of the feature sets we've added to this new um, uh, app is is they're just remarkable and one of them is is what we call didcom and so what is it if you've ever used whatsapp if you've ever used signal everything is encrypted communication yep. but that's all predicated on on you know your phone what if it was what if in the future it was predicated on your your digital identity that only you could use this product no matter what device you used it from because it was locked to your digital identity and and only that communication was that communication was was surely yours because it's validated by your biometric identity. So this is the next level of things that are going on in the next opportunity sets that are going to be down the road future proofing our company. Where's the money, David, in terms of you know shareholders are watching this? Okay, I'm sure they they love the leadership position. They've seen the validation through OCSA and some other things. Uh, you know, with, with this new app, what are the revenue possibilities? And aside from the basic licensing and per user, I'm sure that's part of it. But where, where does that all come in? Well, George, we think that digital identity, because it is self-sovereign identity, is owned by the individual. So we have to give that away for free. There's, there's no choice. A user owns it. They need to have it. It's, it's a free product to a consumer. So then you've got to see yourself, well, you've got that product. How do you do that? So we have right now over 600 vendors in North America that would like to reach on a permission basis those that are using our app. We also have other revenue, secondary and tertiary revenue opportunities like our, um, uh, you know, our, our liquid card by MasterCard in the U.S. And other opportunities which create joint revenue um, programs between our digital identity and vendors. Again, think of this in a very simple way. Um, vendors online or offline want more engagement from their consumers. Um, uh, online advertising rules have changed because of privacy. There's a lot of different things that are changing in the industry. By empowering an individual to manage and control their identity, they're now in charge of their data. Vendors want to partner with you to, to support you and maybe um, get engaged with that data, they will give you a value proposition to do so. And we sit in the middle of that value proposition. We are the agent in the middle of that. So when both parties connect, we get part of that fee. And that's a real seismic shift because Google's already announced that they uh, like that, that, that middle ground is gonna be up for grabs because Google's announced that they're no longer gonna, uh, would it be 2023? where they're no longer going to be serving ads and tracking by people's, you know, private information and all that. So uh, it's almost like you're all, it's a brand new race, right? It is. How it would is. you describe your leadership position there, Dave Reyna? How does the industry look at Liquid Avatar? How's government look at Liquid And And what's the competition like? I should, I, I got to ask that because we'd be remiss. Uh, it's not like you're the only game in town, but how, yeah. how do you stack up? So, so first of all, um, we're getting great response from from industry and brands and we have a number of programs that we'll be disclosing in the coming months that will show that connection between um, major organization brands and digital identity and our metaverse and other products we think it is 
We think our company offers a trifecta here. We, um, we focus on digital identity, avatars and NFTs and the metaverse. And that, 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 that sort of trifecta for us brings everything together. Um, that makes us unique and, and differentiates us from some of our competition. In the competitive arena, um, we are one of the few organizations that service all three parts of, of the transaction um, uh, process when it comes to digital identity. So digital identity is divided into three different buckets. The first bucket is the holder. You or I hold our digital credentials. We own those. The second bucket is how do you verify a digital credential? You know, so that is usually a processor or um, um, third party that wants to verify that credential. And we have we have business models with Passme that deals with that. We've already developed products and services to deal with the verification. And the third part is the issuance of credentials. So we also have a, a service for the issuance of credentials. And both outside of outside of the holding, the verification and the issuance are, are, are commercial models. The other thing too is we meet the guidelines and standards for interoperability and we keep attending what's called interoperathons, which shows how we can integrate with other partners, competitors, cooperators, and, and by and large, we're successful. And that's critical, right? Because you may have a partner, let's say Agoracom had 5 million investors a month coming to mm -hmm. site. It's, mm -hmm. uh, I want you to integrate into my ecosystem yeah. rather than say, okay, David, everyone's got to be forced to get yeah. an avatar, then come back. You guys are on the cusp of that, right? Of, of being able yeah, to- Yeah, and the way we look at that, George, is we're, you and I are a bit older, not, not that old, but a bit older. And, and if you remember, when ATMs first came out, there were multiple networks. They didn't talk to each other. When processors first came out, there were multiple networks. They didn't talk to each other. Now, everybody talks to each other because that interoperability grows the entire network. It's the network effect. We're already there. We've already participated in the network effect. So we're at that, that leading edge. So now what we're working to do, now that we have a, uh, a product that's gone through its, its pilot phase and now is commercially available, we are now, now our goal is to backfill it with business and revenue. And, and again, you know, to those that watch our company, when you look at our metaverse activities, yes, we've had to defer the revenue until such time as our metaverse launches, which we're expecting you know, to start doing this year, this fiscal year. Um, and, and, and our betas are starting to come out now uh, for, for a play to earn game. But we will be able to take all that deferred revenue and move it over to revenue. And that's almost $2 million. So we are generating revenue now. I will say sales now. Some of it is deferred. But when we're at a point where, where we've turned everything on, that revenue will now flip and, and, and go from deferred revenue to actual reported revenue. And you've got that cash. You've, you've got that cash. It's you get for, the cash. For, to be clear for a home, for accounting purposes, if I bought virtual land on Aftermath Islands in December, uh, David, the, the company really can't recognize most of that until Aftermath Islands is actually delivered. So then you get your, we're going to wake up one morning and see a quarterly financial that says X dollars. It's just going to be a, a major shoot. Boom, it's there. And speaking of metaverse, a lot of people might know this. Uh, a lot of people or shareholders do. As a result of your Digital ID foundation, because that was the foundation of Liquid Avatar, mm -hmm. Digital ID, you have grown very robust NFT operations NFT, and very robust metaverse uh, operation. How does this upgrade, how does this update impact the metaverse side of things? 
I, it, brilliantly because because this new this new updated technology and it really is a lot of new technology. This updated technology allows us to now integrate with the metaverse. So so one of the things we're doing right now is there are two major platforms for game management that we that we've seen. One is one is run by Microsoft and one is run by AWS. Um, and we're looking to integrate with both of those so that you'll be able to sign in to our metaverse and potentially other metaverses um, and other games with just your face. You don't have to give them any information on who you are. You can just sign in with your face. And no, no keep going, keep going, no, keep going. No, so it's 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 we've already we're already showcasing that technology. So and that starts with digital identity. So George, there are three types of digital identity. One is there's no digital identity, no uh -huh. identity. I come in as a guest and I'm a freewheeler. I can do whatever I want. That invites bad actors. Then there is what we call anonymous verification. Anonymous verification is, is you know what? I just, I, I've proven who I am through digital biometrics and um, you know verifying an email or phone number. So I know that I'm a real person, one user, one account. And then there is full-blown identity that includes what we call KYC and AML, full verification, driver's license and or password, uh, uh, passport and all that verification. But we're going to be able to replace, how many usernames and passwords do we have to remember? Why? The future is I just sign in with my face, I sign in with my biometrics, and it really isn't I'm signing in with my face, I'm passing a credential back and forth to the website to say, I am who I say I am, I can prove it, I've just met the challenge instead of a pin. I've used my face and I can sign in. You'll let me in. And it's not just the convenience, by the way. I mean, the no. convenience factor is great, but my motivation for going to that is as a result of now taking control of my digital ID, they're going to be, I'm going to have monetization opportunities. I'm going to have many way better engagement monetization opportunities, right? Uh, absolutely. Because, because I'm in control. I don't, um, how many times have you watched, um, uh, a show that you say is fits a certain demographic, and then you see all these ads that are weird. They just don't fit the model, right? Okay. I don't want to see any more toe fungus commercials on TV while I'm watching something. It's, it's I, exactly a cooking show, a cooking show, yeah, right? Yeah. Exactly. And the reason that happens is because because inventory might have been bought as remnants across a whole swath of opportunities. But now we have the opportunity, sort of like Minority Report, to say, I only want to see this. And when I go here, that's all I see. Or I'm, and it's not that it's, it's, it's showing up because I just searched something. It's showing up because that's what I'm interested in, or that's what I want to be interested in. Yeah, I'm going, to be in the, I'm going to be in the market for a new car between now and the end of the year, right? Because yeah. uh, uh, my, my car, I won't talk about the car, but it's going to be coming up. So, I might, if I've if I've got liquid avatar and the ecosystem is is vibing and working, I might add in. Hey, I'm in the market for this quality uh, I'll take class you one of step automobile. George, uh, we might be able to take a car in the metaverse that is a rocket powered car. It's got nothing to do with real cars, but it's it's from a particular brand. It's just it's it's a whimsical car that you can ride in. But if you take a ride in that in that car and you give permission to do so, your avatar. Because your avatar is connected to your digital identity, your avatar does the test drive. You have a blast doing it. And then, and I'll take it simpler. You, you know, some of the NASCARs are named for some of the real cars. You get in a pseudo NASCAR and you drive around a track. And because your avatar is connected to your digital identity, by providing permission, your digital identity, which is connected to Liquid Avatar, 
receives a notice saying, George, you've test drove that car on the track, on the whimsical track, come on into the dealership and we'll give you, we'll give you $200 off or we'll give you this gift to yeah, do yeah. a test drive that's, in the real world. We can connect those points because your avatar is sort of your intermediary. It's your buffer between your virtual engagement and your real world engagement. It is that buffer. And for people at home, because David said the story, so I'm going to say it really quickly. For people at home, especially older older people, older investors who say, that sounds like nonsense. What are you, there, it's never going to happen. Just remember David's first experience when he was told 22 years ago, no one's going to shop online. No one's going to shop with a credit card. E for, and, and, and e-commerce, obviously, is a foregone conclusion. This yeah. is just the next evolution, right? Instead of... Yeah just scrolling a page and look at different cars or different tennis shoes and different colors. Now I'm going to be able to immerse myself. And DigiID is so vital to that because the brand has to know who's immersing themselves in this test drive in this whimsical car or trying on these red tennis shoes, you know, right. or whatever the case may be. So you guys at the forefront of all that. So I want to end off with this. David, I tell want us. to add something to that. Oh yeah, go. Of course. No, Please, you guys could. Sure. Because this is really important. What we've seen in the metaverse to date is, is low resolution, boxy, whimsical cartoon graphics. Yeah. Whether that's what we've seen. If, 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 if people go to our YouTube channel and we'll maybe in, in the near future, we can show this. Our graphics for our metaverse are what you would see in major um, online games or, or console based games. They are high resolution, real world looking graphics. We are not going to low res graphics. We're going to an experience that you would expect from a metaverse. It is high resolution graphics. And George, ready player, that's a point, ready player one. Exactly. But here's the better part. You don't have to download anything and you could play it on your laptop, your tablet, or your mobile phone with the same level of graphics as long as you have a strong internet connection without any download of anything. Mark, I want to leave off of this last point. Markets aside, because guys got to remember, Netflix is down over 70%. Facebook's mm -hmm. down over 50%. So unless you think Netflix is a terrible service and Facebook is no longer viable, I think the proof that that's the case where we're making where stock price does not necessarily reflect how the business is doing. So, uh, Stock price aside, how good do you feel about Liquid Avatar's positioning right now in DigiID, in Metaverse, and NFT? The, you know the whole ecosystem. How 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 strong and confident do you feel right now? Well, George, uh, you know I can't say that the markets don't affect us, and 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 the economy doesn't affect us because we're real people. Um, so we feel for not only ourselves but our our stakeholders as well. I mean it's 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 a hard slug out there. But in the midst of all of this, we've launched this, this updated product, which is amazing. I think, I think our stakeholders will see us continue to progress in, in, in the short period and, and long term to come. I am, I, I am more committed today personally than, than ever before that we're building something amazing. Um, we're seeing this not only in, in our digital identity product, which is leading the way, but in, in our avatar creation studio, which has some really cool products that are coming to market and our metaverse um, um, uh, application with Aftermath Islands. And what we're seeing from feedback from brands and other associations, which we'll, 
we'll let everybody know about in, in the near future. So I'm, I'm, I'm really, really bullish on what we're doing at markets aside. Yeah. And the market always catches up. Let's all remember that when the dot coms crashed back in uh, 2000, Amazon went down to $2 a share, right? So again, we're not trying to say the liquid is Amazon, or you're going to get the same potential return, but that's a classic example of stock prices not reflect operations. And as long as the operations go as well, I've been in this industry for 25 years. You have to have a real operation. You have to, yeah. George Bucks, uh, if it thrived last year because all tide, all the tide lifts all the boats, it's it's dying this year. But the companies like Liquid Avatar are, you know, really just getting stronger in this environment. So David, congrats on another great milestone. We know, you know, it's it, it's not like we announced a sale or a uh, or a partnership today, but it's a major uh, update to your leadership position, which is so critical. And just listen to you talk about it. Uh, makes it super exciting. And I can't wait to, to the next update, my friend. Thank you, George. Really appreciate it. Best to everyone out there as well. For everybody at home, you've been watching or if you listen by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform to David Lukacs. He's CEO of Liquid Avatar Technologies, trades in Canada under LQID for our friends in the S, LQABF. Uh, for those new to the story, the way to start your due diligence, if you're bullish on the future of DigiID, Web3, Metaverse, and NFTs, then you got to get the company's profile page in Agoracom because there's a lot going on. The great thing about cutting edge technology is it's exciting. The downside is you need to learn about it. You're going to learn about it there. And then from there, go over to the Liquid Avatar website to do your deep dive due diligence. Thanks for joining us. Have an amazing day. See you next time. Hey guys, this podcast is over. Don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then, don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform so you will never miss another one great Agora Gomez Small Cap Podcast.